Brendan Gaughan, who's been a friend of the Freaks for the last 20 years, probably longer than 20 damn years, a history <laughs> that he's had with us, uh, whether it's NASCAR Cup, Truck, Xfinity, the old Winston West, uh, his old man, Michael Gaughan, uh, has his fingerprint all over Las Vegas. But more importantly, you took, uh, you took some directions from the legend John Thompson, Brendan Gaughan. I uh, I was very I've I've always been very fortunate, Kenny, and you guys, you know, like I said, we've you've been around since the beginning of my NASCAR side, and remember the old Cadillac we were joking about a little bit ago. But I was I've been lucky on so many levels, but one of the main ones that I was most lucky about was that John Thompson was in my life. Uh, I never would have become the person I am, who I am, how I am, if it had not been for his guidance and his mentoring me. Um, during those, you know, those big formative years. And I, it, uh, it, it's, it's hard for me to talk about some of it, but you know what? I just, I just, I can remember, I, I'd hear him yelling at me right now, calling me <laughs> my usual name and saying, I'm fine. <laughs> Shut up and get going. So I, uh, I, I, the man was amazing to me. It was definitely a different era of how, uh, uh, bonds were made, which is not that way anymore. But I, I, I thank God every day of my life that John Thompson was. Uh, I got to be in his life because he meant that much to me. Freak Nation, John Thompson, as we know, passed away on Monday, and Brendan Gaughan, who certainly made his name in racing, whether it's off road or NASCAR, and of course the Gaughan name in Las Vegas is synonymous with what's going on there. But John Thompson, the fingerprint that he left on this planet is incredible. But Brendan, if, if people know you, they look at you and they think. What is this short white guy doing playing with Georgetown basketball? Share with the Freak Nation how in the hell all that went down for you to eventually line up against Allen Iverson. Yeah, you know, if 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 you're not familiar with me, go ahead and Google my name. And if you're if you Google me and look at me, you're definitely not going to say Georgetown basketball. Uh, I'm the first one to freely admit that 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 is uh, not my. That is not something you would picture me with immediately. But you know what? I, I, I said this to somebody earlier, to the family earlier today, Kenny, and, and I always laugh. You want to know what type of person Coach Thompson was? Yeah, and everybody talks about his basketball coach and all the things that he, he stood for and, and all the things that you know publicly that he did. But I, told, I was telling somebody earlier, I said, what could I do for that team? I played basketball at Georgetown University. But honestly, look at me and look at my skills. What could I do for that? They had Allen Iverson, Jerome Williams, Don Reed, Othella Harrington. We had guys that were, were you know, NBA All-Stars, Hall of Famers. I, I couldn't really do anything. I wasn't going to make us better. But you know what? Coach had a role for me. He used me in that role, and I, I, I did my best to play that role. But I needed him more than he ever needed me. And I, I just, I, once again, I just, I think back to how much he's meant to me in my life. And I just kind of always went, how the hell, what? I mean, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what stroke of luck played into it. But I always kind of said, he didn't need me. But man, I needed him. Brendan Gaughan is one of the original friends of the freaks. He's been around almost as long as we have. Brendan, I can imagine it's tough for you. You played for John Thompson at Georgetown. Thompson demanded a lot of his players, just like Lute Olson, who died last week. 
These are guys that demanded things of players that we don't see anymore. You think that's changed the game, that college basketball is different with that kind of mindset gone? Well, I mean, look, I've, I've, personally, I think the kids have got, the world and the kids have gotten soft. But that's just, I, I, when I say that, I, 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 in my head, I picture Dana Carvey from the old Saturday Night Live days. You know, <laughs> that's the way it was, and we liked it. You know, I, I feel like my parents tell me they walked uphill to school both ways in the snow. Oh, yeah. They lived in Vegas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I just, I, I, it was just different mentality. Every era, you know, is different. Our parents said it about us. We say it about our children. And that's, but those were men that were, that were, were had, had roles that they played in their life. And like I said, I, I, I just don't know, don't know what, why God blessed me with John Thompson, because hmm. I, I certainly couldn't do anything for him, but he sure did a lot for me. Brendan, give us some stories about John Thompson, the names he called you, the toughness that he imparted to you. Tell us about that. Well, coach, I mean, I, I can tell you, I can't tell you 10 things of basketball that he really coached me, but I can tell you a million things of life that he coached. Me. Please do. You know, John Thompson was more about coaching life. Hmm. Uh, and that was the fun part of him. But for me, there's lots that we, you know, we don't talk about inside the Hoya family, but there is there, particularly when it comes to racing, it's really funny. Coach hated me racing. Huh. Absolutely. Just did not like it. Didn't understand it. Didn't get it. <clears throat> and he, when I was in college, I found out the reason I got kicked off the football team was because coach Thompson, he thought I would choose football over racing. And, and made the football coach tell me to make a choice. And that was why I got thrown off the football team when I chose racing over football. It backfired. He didn't think I'd do that. And then he started, he came to a couple races and I had him and, and Bill Russell of the Celtics came to a, a couple races with me early in my career and coach would get done and go, boy, you're crazy. I don't like this stuff. <laughs> and he, he, he just, he, he never quite, uh, he just didn't like it. And the last race he ever came to was 2003 Richmond when Bobby Hamilton Sr. wrecked me after the checkered flag intentionally. And he was at that race. And he sat on pit road, and I got out of the care center. He looked at me, and he said, boy, that man tried to kill you. I said, no, sir. I said, he just was having a bad day about something else and took it out on me. He goes, no, that man tried to kill you. He goes, I do not like this. I will not come back and watch this. I will support you, but I I do not like this, boy. When are you going to retire? <laughs> and, and I sat there and said, sir, I, I hope it's for a long time. But yeah, he, he was, he just did not get what we did. And it, it drove him absolutely crazy his whole life that he just, it used to, I scared the poop out of him often. He said, watching us, watching me race. And it was always an honor to know that he was watching me. Brendan Gunn, NASCAR driver Brendan Gunn, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, okay, we're talking about your football and basketball days back in college. Coach Thompson got you or helped to get you kicked off of the football team. Yeah. It backfired. Yeah. How did it backfire and help to get you on his basketball team? No, it didn't. I was already on the basketball team. Okay. So I was playing both football and basketball. And racing. Which in college, <laughs> yeah, which in college was – I swear I went to class. I swear. Uh, but – so he, he, he didn't like the racing thing because I'd race in the summers, and he just didn't like it. He'd watch it on ESPN back in the day doing the off-road, the, the short course off-road stuff, you know, and doing all the jumps and, and flipping the thing over and land on your wheels and keep going. And he thought this was crazy. He thought this was absolutely 
juvenile and crazy and didn't understand it. And at Georgetown, look, the man who runs Georgetown for the athletics is not the football coach at Georgetown. <laughs> it's the basketball coach. And the football coach was in his, it was going to be his third year, my junior year. And when Big John Thompson tells the football coach that he wants something done, <laughs> Coach Benson <laughs> did what he was told. And so he told him that, you know, I don't like him playing it. Tell him to make a choice. And when Coach, I'll never forget the day. Coach Benson called me in the office, of course, after Hell Week. Thanks for that, Kenny. Thanks for making me go through Hell Week first before you <laughs> decided to make me choose between that sport. And I looked at him. I said, Coach, this ain't Nebraska. <laughs> this is Georgetown football. I'm like, I, I take it serious. I appreciate it. I love it. But, uh, you know, and he says, well, you mean make a choice. I said, okay. I shook his hand. I walked out. I went to the pay phone. For you children at home, that was a phone you used to put quarters in to call your parents. And I, I grabbed the pay phone downstairs at McDonough Gym. I called my father and said, looks like I'm off the football team. Oh, <laughs> He's like, okay. So that was, that was it. And then I heard years later that the coach went back to Coach Thompson, football coach, said, can I put him back on the team? No. No, that deal's done now. He's off. Oh. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Yeah, that man, that man, when he micromanages a life, don't worry. He micromanaged life. <laughs> he knew what he wanted and he got it done. Yeah, he knew what he wanted and he, and yeah, so God be it, you're going to do it. <laughs> Brendan Gaughan is a former Hoya basketball player. It's his job to go up against Allen Iverson, of all things, in practice night after night. Brendan, did you have to tape your ankles up after practice? What did Allen Iverson do to you on the court? So I came into college with, with kind of a beat-up ankle from football. Um, so I already had my right ankle. wasn't great. But, yes, the old joke of he crossed you so hard he broke your ankle. Yes, that I am, I am the literal definition of that joke. Uh, Allen's freshman year, he crossed me so hard. He broke my ankle. It dislocated. It stayed out. And... I literally went to the training room. They put it back in place, put tape on it, and ran back in, and then proceeded to knock him on his butt and remind him that I'm still here and it's going to hurt when he hurts me. Wow. <laughs> that is greatness. Brent, and I've played for two years with him that way. <laughs> it's it's oh. interesting that we're having this conversation. Again, that was uh, many, many years ago, and we've got the – Social unrest at this point, of course, what happened with Bubba Wallace and NASCAR and NASCAR get behind Bubba Wallace. Go back to those years of being coached by a black man in Georgetown. And I mean, you're a young man. Did you realize the significance of what he meant, not just to you young men, but to society? Uh, I think people would be surprised if they really knew what he thought about the things going on now. Um, I, the one thing about Coach Thompson is the people that think they knew him really didn't know him. And the things that he thought he always kept to himself unless you were close enough to have conversations with him. Wow. And for me, I struggled with a bunch of things in college while I was there. And I spent many a personal hour with Coach, him trying to teach me lessons and make me learn things. And he told me two of the greatest things that ever affected my life. He said, one, no child is ever born a bigot. Hmm. And he goes, no child is born with hate. They, and, and it's not his own quote. He got it from somewhere. But that's what he always told me is, so when you have your children, teach them the right way. And the second thing he said was, you can't take a hole 
and teach them not to be in whole. Because once they're ignorant and stupid, let them be ignorant and stupid. Just don't be near them. And, you know, he, uh, he had a lot of influence on a lot of things, but I think people would be surprised that, uh, he, he, I don't think he thinks the way most people think he would think. Wow. It's incredible. This guy walks into a room, Crasher and I had a chance to interview him two years ago <laughs> in San Antonio he for the big final man. four. He big man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's just, I don't care if you don't know who the guy is. It, the aura with John Thompson was, oh, yeah. was significant. Well, he just, he, no matter, no matter, forget the, 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 the large stature of him when he walked into the room. When he walked into the room, there was something, though, even about, like you said, that aura. If you didn't even know who he was, you went, looked and went, the man doesn't scare you. It's not like he scares you, but there's something about him that commands, like, whatever this guy's about to say, I better be listening. And he, he was a giant, it reminds me of my father, a giant teddy bear when you know him. <laughs> but, but when you don't know him, or if you don't know better, you're going to look at him and say, man, that guy, holy cow. But deep down, had the heart that you you just wish you had personally. He was that great of a man. Would John Thompson have bought us a steak dinner at Michael's like your old man did at one time? <laughs> well, Co- Coach Thompson would have told my dad to buy you the steak dinner. That, that was the great thing about him too. He knew he knew who to ask for when he needed to get stuff done. <laughs> Well, man, this is fantastic insight, buddy. Uh, let's uh, let's don't wait so damn long to get you back in the Freak Nation. Listen, uh, you only got a few. You only got a few more with me, unless you're going to start getting me back on for off road racing. You only got one more NASCAR thing for me. So, honored to be part of what I hope to be considered one of the OGs of the Freak Nation. Oh, yes. Always appreciate you guys. Miss y'all, and uh, give give that Henley a, a hug from the guy he doesn't know, and tell him <laughs> that wait till I show him some pictures of his daddy. Love boy. It. <laughs> Brendan, thank you, Broham. Anytime, guys.